Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? You're listening to the sports show. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. New sports desk. Yes, 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 we are back. We are back for a special edition episode. This is your man, Black, one of your favorite sportsologists in the building. I am joined with my guy next to me, Said, in the building. Talk to him. What's going on, Black? Not much, man. You ready for this? I'm always ready to talk, ball. <laughs> I'm excited, man. We got a special edition today, man, of college football recruiting for the 2021 class. Uh, you see my cold part in crime, my man in crime, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr. is not attending this episode because he don't know too much about college football recruiting. Oh, college rather, football in general. Yeah, he rather he rather see the product on the football field on college on on college game days. So, but me and said gonna give y'all all the info and everything y'all need to hear about these up and coming kids. Uh, the top ten, our thoughts on. The dominance of Nick Saban in recruiting, uh, the top recruit recruits that we coming got coming from from UF, FSU, and Miami. That should be very interesting. Uh, that we're going to get into, and we also got uh, our top players here from the state of Duval. Uh, see what they're going to school and see uh, where they're going to be taking their talents to. And we got a special edition top five for y'all. Our top five players in the 20, 2021 recruiting class uh, said. Yo, Tennessee Volunteers. Horrible. What's your thoughts, man? <laughs> What's your thoughts on them? Um, it's sad to see. I wouldn't say sad, but it's just it's crazy. Um, because what really stuck out to me, this wasn't by the NCAA. It was by the school itself that mm. came forward with all this. So, um, I just think it was a way for them to get rid of Jeremy Pruitt because yeah. of the job he's done and. Um, a, a way for them to get from up under him and up under from up under that buyout. So, um, we'll see. They hired Josh Heupel. I don't know what's that's going. What's that going to do? Is that's going to get them back to, you know, the Tennessee we grew up seeing and watching. Um, but this might be a setback for for some time. And then with that, with them putting all this out there, you don't know what kind of sanctions they're going to be under. So it might be it might be a while before Tennessee. Get back to the Tennessee we knew growing up. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna keep it simple. Somebody snitched. Somebody snitched, man. So somebody in house snitched. Jeremy Pringle was already in trouble. Like you said, they were looking for a way out, and somebody told in house what they was doing with these recruits. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Whatever it was was done, quote unquote, they was getting money in McDonald's bags. I don't yeah. know. If that's the rumor. You know, so I don't know. I don't see nothing wrong with these kids getting money, but this did put a uh, a black face on Tennessee, man. And I don't know if Tennessee can recover from this. I really don't because they uh they were already doing bad, but yeah. they they were recruiting well, mm-hmm. and they lost some key recruits behind this. But so, that's the thing: you recruiting well and still trash. So yeah. it's like you got caught and ain't benefit from it. Kind of like Ole Miss from back in uh. A few years ago, when they got jammed up uh, mm. with Larry McTunsil and all them, yeah, they didn't know uh, they would beat Alabama once, but that ain't you know they really didn't saying do they didn't really do anything with it. But it just um yeah, it's gonna be a while before they come back. And then what hurts them the most because it's different if you're in California, Florida, Texas, mm. that's you know you don't have to. Oh, I even throw Louisiana in there and Georgia, just the southeast. Period. You don't have to leave out of state for recruits. That's their problem. People coming in their state, taking their top talent, which isn't much, but when they do have it, they going elsewhere. So that's it's gonna be a uh, uphill battle. Yeah, and from what from what I read, they say that the uh, the penalty was like a, a level one and a level two uh, recruiting violation. So it, that that's a big deal. So you 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 potentially looking at. Like a couple a couple of years probation, mm. you know, behind this if you know, once it, it finishes, it's still under investigation, they still doing work, but 
Tennessee is just in a bad spot right now, man. And uh, good luck to Josh Heupel. I mean, yeah, jo- what's that, Josh Heupel? Josh Heupel. Uh, on becoming the new coach, but he got a lot. He got a lot of work in front of him, man. So he's going to be there through this. While Jeremy Pruitt is has seemed to taking his talents to the NFL somewhere and got yeah. a job. So, mm-hmm. so, but man, yeah, just a bad look for the Tennessee Volunteers. Okay, we're going to get into our top five. Our special top five, we got uh, our top five players in the 2021 recruiting class. I think I got my swagger back. All right, said, said, yo, what you got yo, for yo. me? What's your top five, man? Top five, uh, number one. Oh, I go five. I'm sorry. Mine is strictly home cooking. All these kids are from <laughs> Florida, so uh, here it is. Uh, Desmond Watson, big uh, defensive tackle uh, from Armwood. Uh, it's committed to the uh, Florida Gators. Um, size that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, plug and play. He got to get some of that. Uh, he got some bad weight on him. Uh, but once he gets in, he's there now, early enrolled. And uh, once he gets spring ball, he should be ready by the fall. So, uh, number four, Marcus Burke, receiver out of Jacksonville, speedster. Got great length, came on strong. Uh, late in the season, he had to battle through some injuries. And uh, won him state title as well. Uh, number three, Christian Leard, small, shifty receiver. I was hurt by this one because... It looked like he was going to come to the good guys, but he is in Alabama along with <laughs> everybody else. Uh, number two, Jason Marshall, number one corner in the country out of uh, Miami. He's in the Gainesville right now. So uh, after the play we had at corner last year, I think he'll be starting, start true freshman starting. And number one, uh, this one hurt too, uh, Ja'Cory Brooks, big 6'3 wide receiver from Miami. He's also leaving the state and going to Alabama. So yeah. that's my top five. Okay, okay, at number five. That's a good top five. That's a good top five, I said. At number five for me, uh, I agree with said this kid. He gives me a feel like uh, Jalen Ramsey. I got uh, Jason Marshall, the cornerback uh, from out of Miami. He's ranked number 44 in the class, committed to Florida. So I got him at number five. Big rangy corner, tall, 6'2". You know, he, he, he can make a lot of noise at Florida, especially with the, you know, the downplay of that position at Florida. At number four, I got Leonard Taylor, defensive tackle, ranked number six in the class, also out of Miami. Uh, Miami's getting a good one here. A good oh, yeah. D tackle, big, strong. You know, he gonna, he gonna, he in them trenches, so, they, you know, they're getting it right down in Miami with him. At number three, I got Keyshawn Silver, the number eight ranked player in the nation, defensive end out of North Carolina, committed to the Tar Heels. So, mm. this is a big get for uh, the fighting Mac Browns, as my man's uh, D would say. So good, a uh, good look for them. And at number two, I got quarterback dual threat quarterback Caleb Williams. This kid, I seen a lot of stuff on Max Prep YouTube, but him just throwing the football all over the place. Mm. I never, I don't know why they calling him a dual threat because I never seen him run it. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's 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 the real deal, and he's committed to. Oklahoma from mm. out of uh, D.C. And he's the 16th ranked player in the class. And then at number one, Dallas Turner, the number one ranked uh, linebacker in the class, uh, ranked number 12 from Fort Lauderdale, St. Thomas, going to Alabama. So, uh, yeah, shout out to all these guys up and coming who's committed, who's already in school. So shout out to them, man, on uh, the next chapter uh, going to uh, college. All right, we're going to get in. Two. The next thing we're going to get into here is, let me see um, what we got. All right, we're going to get a rundown of the, the, top, the top 10 recruiting class and, you know, some key players in the class. So we just want to run down the, the top 10 uh, 2021 players in the class. Hey, this reduced lunch sports, man. Come on now. All right, where we at? Hold on. I'm in the wrong thing. You're listening to the sports show. Hold on, I'm coming, I'm coming, I got it. 
New Sports Desk. All right, here we go. Sorry about that. So at number one, we got Jack Swayer. I probably butchered his name, Swayer. Uh, defensive end out of Ohio. He's committed to Ohio State. He's the number one ranked player in the nation. Uh, number two, we have Tommy Brockmeyer, offensive ta tackle, Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Texas, committed to Alabama. At number three, we have Corey Foreman, defensive end out of out of California, committed to TC. I mean, committed to USC. And then at number four, we got JT. Tumaloa, I don't know his freak. I don't know his name. He's he might be a Hawaiian. He's a Hawaiian kid, but he's from out of uh, the Washington area, and he's not committed. So he will be making his announcement on National Signing Day. And at number five, we got J.C. Latham, uh, offensive tackle, uh, out of IMG, huh? Alabama. Al yeah, committed to Alabama. So uh, and at number six, we got Leonard Taylor, the defensive tackle, who I just had in my top five. He's uh, from out of Miami. Committed to Miami. At number seven, we got Jeremy Trotter Jr., linebacker out of Pennsylvania, committed to Clemson. At number eight, we got Keyshawn Silver, defensive end out of North Carolina, committed to the Tar Heels. And at number nine, we have Trayvon Henderson, running back out of Virginia, committed to Ohio, uh, Ohio State. And then at number 10, we have Terrence Lewis, linebacker out of Miami Central, Committed to Maryland. That's shocking. Maryland uh, with a top 10 player in this class. So that's a good look. Uh, say anybody in this top 10 that really kind of stood out to you or you want to say anything about or mention anybody in the top 10? Top 10, uh, Dallas Turner. I think uh, really just anybody that's in the top 10 that's leaving the state. I don't know. I'm going to just keep harping on that. But I get it because after that clip, of what uh, Nick Saban said, him recruiting and how he does his things. I'm not sure if y'all heard it, but you probably could Google it and mm -hmm. uh, listen to it. It was a leaked video of him uh, talking to a, a recruit through Zoom and pretty much just giving his pitch of why a kid should go to Alabama. But um, anywho, uh, Dallas Turner, pass rusher. Uh, he's from a prominent high school, so he'll, we'll probably be hearing from him. In a few years, uh, Leonard Taylor, uh, the kid from Miami. Um, that's basically off the top of my head, those kids. And it's like, it's hard, you know, projecting those kids from Ohio State, this, that, and the other, because you just don't know because you're not really familiar with yeah. them. But I know most of the time, the Florida kids, they go somewhere and make some noise. Yeah, it's this this list was pretty interesting. Like you, I agree with you. It's a it's a lot of kids that's on here. Well, more surprising to me, uh, more than anything, was uh, was Terrence was Terrence Lewis. Like, how do we let this kid get out of Florida and go to Maryland? I you think. Know, well, from everything I read, because it was one of the kids, you know, I wanted to go to Florida. He had some off the field issues, mm -hmm. so a lot of the schools backed away from it. So that's how you a top ten player. In the country, but you end up in Maryland because you know a lot of the, I don't know what it is or what these schools were scared of to sign him, but that's what it was. He had uh, some off the field issues, yeah. and I understand that. At the end of the day, they kids, kids gonna do you know crazy bonehead things. I don't know what his issues was off the field, but I believe we got some coaches here in Florida who should be able. This kid should be able to respect and even respect and you know get him on the right track, but. uh it was it was really crazy to see him, you know, go to Maryland. Uh, also, another one who stood out to me was uh, Keyshawn Silver, the defensive end that's going to North Carolina. Man, this kid, he was on TV on ESPN when I seen him. And this kid is a monster, man. Six, six, five, like 255. Like, what can you do with that long, rangy? Like, he, like, soon as the game started, he popped. He was in the bike field, like. Getting at the quarterback, man, it was it was he was real interesting to uh, watch. So the fighting Mike Browns and the, the Tar Heels, they got a they got one uh, with this kid. And then uh, at at number two, uh, Tommy uh, Brockmeyer, the only offensive tackle in the top ten, which is surprising. You usually have a few a few more uh, offensive linemen in the top ten, but he's the only one from Fort Worth, well, Texas. He, he got a, going a to actually as a teammate. He's not the only one. Uh, J.C. Latham. Oh, J.C. Latham. I'm sorry yeah, about that. You got two in the top five, and they go going to the same school. So 
Okay, oh, J.C. Latham, that's the kid from yeah, IMG. IMG. Okay, okay, so yeah, I, for, I forgot about him, but uh, yeah, Tommy uh, Brockmeyer, like, uh, it's just Alabama, man, doing Alabama things, and uh, that's what we're gonna about to get into with Alabama, like, the stuff that Alabama is doing in recruiting is insane. They get the they get the the best of the best everywhere they go. So you know, shout out to the the top ten kids you know in the class, and you know, good luck to them on 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 their college decisions, and you know, hope to see them on the football field real soon. Um, said yep. Alabama, man, it's 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 crazy that Alabama is doing the things that they are doing, man. I seen. I seen something the other day that really I was really like I couldn't I couldn't believe it, man. They got uh hold on here hold go here it go. They have four. They got Alabama has five star recruits. They have five five star recruits in the in the twenty twenty one class. J C Langham, Tommy Brockmeyer, uh, Jaquincy McKinsey. And uh, this other kid, what's his name? Ja'Cory Brooks. All these kids are five-star. Alabama, they, and they're all going to Alabama, and they're already enrolled. Mm-hmm. Now, we see this year in and year out with Alabama. Yes. Yeah, with the, with the recruiting. But I think this 2021 class just shows the dominance of uh, Nick Saban. And with the video that just leaked to him, you know, <laughs> doing the Zoom and then showing off his reign to a recruit, man. Just just your thoughts on Alabama and the dominance they had like over the past decade in recruiting. It's been it's crazy. It's uh aggravating. It's uh I was texting y'all in the group text. It's like we really just gonna have to wait till this man leave. Uh, <laughs> for I guess it to get back normal where everybody can eat. Cause yeah. he's just what what got me the most with this recruiting class, they have four receivers. Rank, they got the top four receivers in the top 15 of all the receivers. Mm-hmm. So, or the top nine, somewhere up in there. But it's just, uh, they just reload. It's a machine, a well-oiled machine. And uh, some of the questions he said, I wish we had the clip so we could play it for you. But he said, if you were one of those people that believed, why would you go here? Because they have so much talent. But his thing was, you come here to get better. And he gave an illustration of uh, Marlon Humphreys. He had to go against uh, Amari Cooper every day. Yeah. So, like, who don't? If you want to compete and get better, that's where you're going to go. So, it's just crazy to see. Uh, But I'm kind of excited to see how they, I guess, reload. Because they lost so much this year. From coaches to talent. But... I think when we started this show for the for this past season, I don't know what it was that had me pick them. I had no kind of inclination, but it just had a feeling that Alabama was coming and they came and saw and conquered. So, um, yeah, that's yeah. just just the craziest thing. Yeah, okay. man, it's uh, oh, you got the clip. Okay, we okay. gonna we gonna get that clip played by uh, what Nick Saban. Nick, Nick Saban. Saban. Okay. He's talking to a just uh, just to set it up. He's talking to a recruit and making this um. Uh, Recruiting sale on why you should come to Alabama. Eight out of the last 11 years. We've been in the playoffs nine out of the last 11 years. We got more guys drafted than any school in the country. We had 64 guys playing in the league last year. The next school had 41. So we got way more players playing in the league than anybody else. So, um, and you know, everybody's going to tell you in recruiting, you know, oh, don't go to Alabama. You can play at our school before you can play there. They got all these good players there. Uh, you won't be able to play. You play at our place earlier. I think that's the worst stuff that people can tell you. Like, first of all, when they tell you that, they're first of all insulting you. Right? Because I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you if you couldn't play here. Right. Number two, when they say you can play at our place before you can play at Alabama, they're just telling you Alabama's better than them. Yeah. Right, number two. Right, then number three right, is if you ask our players on our team, they'll tell you just the opposite. They'll tell you the competition may be better. Mm-hmm. You know, Marlon Humphrey will say, you played corner, first corner taken in the draft when he was a junior. 
Say, I had to cover Mari Cooper every day. Mari Cooper was the first receiver taken in the draft. Right. Like Cam Robinson played left tackle here, won the Alpha Trophy. Jonathan Allen played for the Redskins. He was the right end. He won the Gerstle. They practiced against each other every day for three years. Now, all those guys will tell you that made me better. Right. The competition made me better. The guy I practiced against was better than the guy I played in the game against. So don't listen to that. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, so that was Nick Saban. Sorry, it was so low. We're going to get it fixed so y'all can hear what uh, Nick Saban was saying. He was just speaking on, you know, recruiting and uh, why you come to Alabama and so forth. But, man, just with Alabama, it's just it's ridiculous, man, what they're doing. Like, uh, the recruiting from not not just this year. This year, even more, but just in the past, man, over the past 10 years, Alabama has always been top one. Top two recruiting Top two. class. Like, I think it was only one year they wasn't one, and I think that was a year Florida State might have bumped them from being number one when the year when we had Jameis in, in that class. But every year before that and after that, Alabama is pretty much being number one uh, at times. And, and I, I think it's just it's, it's Nick Saban. It's a winning culture. I think everything about Alabama is winning. If you want, if you want to be a winner, you want to win. You want to win natties. You want to go pro. You going to Alabama? No mm. matter where you from, I mean they get kids from the West Coast, East Coast, everywhere they get kids. Matter from. of fact, uh, one of the kids, I think, is not Waddle. I think Mitchie. I think he was from Canada. Yeah, so. yeah, he was. So yeah. I was like, they he I, Nick Saban is not just recruiting in one area. He's going everywhere to get kids to come to Alabama, man, and. It's just shot, shots out to him year in and year out. And then especially with him winning this national championship, it's going to um, get even worse. Even so, worse, yeah. yeah. It's, I, I agree with saying he going to have to leave. Something going to have to happen for other schools to kind of get at the top uh, with recruiting. We know it's 300 players who commit, but it seems like a lot of them are going to Alabama. And, and Nick Saban keeps up this dominance every single year. Uh one thing, one thing I wanted to ask you said about these uh top f- these four uh four stars. I don't know if you got a chance to look, mm-hmm. but which one of them that do you see uh out of those five stars maybe having a immediate impact at Alabama, or you is it going to be something like what we used to see at Alabama kids usually waiting their turn? Well, um, just I would say have to probably be either on the offensive line. Or maybe the skill position, uh, because I know they're losing uh, Leatherwood, and they're losing the center uh, Dickerson, and they lost a guard, I believe. So they're going to replace about two to three offensive linemen, mm. and I would think um, probably uh, Latham or uh, Brock Meyer probably get ready to get one of those spots. It's rare though that you see a freshman. The last freshman that I seen get some burn was probably Leatherwood. And then um, their right tackle now, Neil, that came in. It's rare that you see offensive line, offensive linemen coming to a school like Alabama that, that, you know, just come and take playing time because normally they have a five-star from three years ago waiting mm-hmm. uh, waiting to play. But I would say either them or uh, Corey Brooks or somebody from that skill position yeah, uh, I- that they got is probably going to get some early uh, playing time. I'm I'm going to go uh, Jaquincy uh McKinstry, I'm gonna go uh, to the DB. DB. Okay, you know he he's a, he's a big, long, tall, rangy DB, and Alabama secondary wasn't the. I guess they was. <laughs> we we seen them get beat over the top by a few schools this year, particularly Ole Miss, and a lot of schools put up points against Alabama in this uh, defense, especially that secondary. But they losing some key pieces uh, in Patrick Sertan, mm. and um, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm not mistaken. They got either a safety or another corner that's going pro. But, you know, I think that's uh, this kid has a chance to go come in right away and start for Alabama. Would I be surprised if he didn't? No, I wouldn't because right. Alabama's so deep. Deep. You never uh, know yeah. who who going to show up. But out of, out, of the, out of the four or five stars, I think he, he'll be the one that really has an impact because I like him. He's long. He's a big guy. You know, you... You not get that a lot. Sertan, I'm pretty sure he was about six foot, but it's always good to have those big rangy uh, DBs out uh, on the field if they get a chance. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, I think that's uh that's a good pick because um, but I think with them too as well, they not really focusing on defense. I mean, they look good on paper, but mm-hmm. we hadn't seen the Alabama defense be dominating. It's been a while. It's been a minute. And I think just, yeah. I don't know, it just shows you the, how the ties have turned in college football. You know, SEC was known for defense for a while. And uh, I think just the tide has turned, and Nick Saban's seen that. And so he switched the game and took everything. <laughs> just to give y'all a, a quick rundown uh, coming out of Alabama, talking about Alabama, a quick rundown of the 2021 recruiting class rankings. We got Alabama at number one. Uh, Ohio State at number two, uh, Georgia at number three, LSU at number four, which I think LSU probably moved up because they just had a a big addition uh, the other day, if I'm yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, with a four star offensive lineman committing, so they might have moved up from four. And then at number five we got Clemson, at number six we got Oregon, at number seven we got Texas A&M, at number eight we have USC, at number nine. We have Notre Dame, and at number 10, we have Oklahoma. Now, uh, say out of those, the top 10 uh, school rankings, what school you think is going to benefit the most from, you know, this recruiting class this year? Who's going to benefit the most? Uh, of course, is Alabama. Uh, I would say Georgia. You can't overlook them. Georgia and Texas and them. Uh, just based off Georgia, they recruit like Alabama. They just don't get the results like mm-hmm. Alabama on the field. So, uh, kind of a preview for next year. I I got Georgia. <laughs> I don't know why, but <laughs> but uh, I say Georgia just based on they like they've been top two, top three with Alabama since uh, Kirby's been there. So uh, Georgia. With the return of quarterback, some pieces on defense, and then skill position. So, yeah, that'll be probably my sleeper or who I got my eyes on next year to make make some noise with their recruits. Yeah, and I see, I see on the list that's – and it's been like that last year too. Oregon has moved up in, in recruiting the past two years. Ever, it seems like ever since Willie Tiger last left. Left and uh, the Mark Cristobal. Had, yeah, Mark Cristobal took over. The recruiting has went up. And, and they got the number ranked – the sixth ranked class. And uh, they have uh, one five-star who's committed in this class as well. But uh, it's, it's it's surprising to see them now. I think they will benefit – uh, benefit from this as well, especially competing in that pack, uh, that pack 12 with USC, which is who is also in the top 10. So it's going to be interesting to see what Oregon does, uh, you know, with the, with their 21 class and see how these guys come along. All right, said FSU, Florida, Miami. Yes. Uh, that's those are those are our teams. These are the teams in Florida. Recruiting is a big deal here in Florida. You know, for 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 me and you, you know, we pay right. attention to that more than probably anywhere. We love recruiting, but especially at our teams, you know, at UF and you at Florida. Uh, with with UF, Florida, and Miami, what really stands out with them in recruiting this year in the twenty twenty one class so far? Uh, seeing Miami ranked that high, um, they were able to keep some of their talent home. Uh, with they ended up getting a quarterback late. Uh, and then two recruiting goes with coaching to me, cause it doesn't matter if you bring the kids in and you don't change, you know, any uh, any personnel on your staff. And uh, they fired their defensive coordinator who wasn't good. Brought a uh, man is gonna take over the decent defensive play calling. They hired a former uh, DB coach named Tavares Robinson. Um, he's there, and then they brought in another guy. I can't. His name is escaping me right now. So. To see what they did with recruiting and the coaches they brought in to coach the kids, mm-hmm. uh, I I'm I ain't gonna say I'm excited, but it's gonna be interesting to see what Miami does next year, especially, um, well we could say they're gonna start out zero and one, but the rest of their schedule because they open up with Alabama, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I say Miami because uh, Miami and then um everything with Florida, uh, it's so so. <laughs> to me, to me, I it's a wait and see with me, but like the, the most impressive to me was Miami. Yeah, I, I I have to agree with you with Miami. My only concern with Miami is the skill positions. We know we know they got guys. We always know we know Miami gonna keep the trenches right with Manny Diaz being a, a defensive guy. So you know they're going to recruit. 
you know, defensive tackles, DNs that on that D line. But mm-hmm. I was kind of worried about the skill positions and you know wide receivers. Who 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 is there? You know who gonna be the kid in recruiting class who steps up and and help Miami in the uh in the in the in the receiver position in the skill positions. Yeah, they. I I you you absolutely right. I forgot because they had. I forget who they were playing, but they just had so many drops that took him out the game that, um, yeah, so the skill position, that's uh, one key. They had a couple transfers come in, too, at the skill position, so that should help them in that area. Yeah, and I was, uh, I was looking at FSU class. We just trash. You know, ranked like 29th or something. I seen 20, 26, 27, 28, 29th, one of them. It's somewhere down there, but it's just trash. Like... It's like we's giving up on recruiting in this 2021 class. We getting all these transfer portal dudes coming in. You know, I <laughs> I see uh, James had said something about dang. You know, I thought the transfer portal was just for you to you know get need or something that you need, but right. I didn't know we needed that much. Right, you know? right, but, right, right. Man, this 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 recruiting class for Florida State is trash. I really don't. I really don't know and don't care. You know who we who we have in this class. I really don't. Mm. But but Florida State has to find a way to uh, get the offensive line right. And I see we had some three and four star offensive linemen who committed. But is that the answer? Is three and four star offensive linemen the answer? You have to take time and develop these guys when you got. I mean, kids that go to Miami and Florida who are potentially could be five star, four star, five star guys who's making an impact. So I'm concerned about the offensive line for uh for Florida State. And then skill position, we got a lot there. So I, it wasn't a whole lot that I was looking for skill position wise, but it's just trash, man. I just have to look forward to see what we going to do with these transfer port, transfer porter guys and these seniors who's coming over from other schools. Florida, um, I believe Florida got a lot of I got a lot of answers. They they got a lot of things they got to answer, especially with you know losing Kyle Trask. What they're going to do at quarterback? Um, what they're going to do at receiver with uh, Grimes and uh, Kadarius Tony leaving? Uh, defensively, I don't think they lost a whole lot on defense. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure if they lost a lot on defense or not, but the Florida got a pretty good recruiting class in my eyes. I don't I. They, I think they answered a lot of questions in recruiting. I just want to know who's going to be that guy in in that class to get them that push that they need offensively or or defensively. So I just want to see with looking at Florida, what do you think going to be the key, say it going is going to be the keys for Florida or these guys in this 2021 class that can help Florida with uh, losing everything that they lost going to the draft. Um. I'm not really worried about the offense because I know that's Dan Mullen's baby. So it's everything for me was defensively. So uh, we mentioned the kid earlier, Jason Marshall, mm-hmm. the top corner in the country mm-hmm. or top one in Florida. Um, I know he's uh, he's there now, early enrolled. So I'm pretty sure he'll step in that other corner spot. Um, we got uh, Corey Collier. He played the safe. He plays the safety. I mean, he might have been the top safety or the second safety in the uh, state of Florida, ranked number 106 in the nation. Looking at them two and then another one, Donovan McMillan, a safety from uh, Pennsylvania, I believe. He was in a, he was number 200 recruit. So everything, I'm just looking to plug and play on uh, defensive mostly for me because I don't think that I know for, I'm about 99.9% sure that offense is not going to look nothing like it did this year. Uh, you got to, Two different quarterbacks taking over, so um, yeah, my focus is just we're really just the defense because the offense wasn't a problem last year. So I'm just looking for kids to come make a difference on defense and get us out the slums. Yeah, and I'm just sitting here looking at the uh, the player rankings from just from the state of Florida alone. And uh, at number one, they got Leonard Taylor going to uh, Miami. And then they have the kid James Williams at number four in the state of Florida going to Miami as well. Safety, uh, safety from uh, American Heritage. And then Florida uh, at number five, you got uh, Jason Marshall, the, the the DB, you know, ranked number five in the state of Florida. And then you also have, um, let me run down the list. Florida State has uh, a player ranked in the top 18, Patrick 
uh, Payton uh, committed to Florida State from Northwestern uh, Northwestern High School in Miami, outside linebacker. And then you have uh, Marcus Burke, the 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 talented uh, the talented receiver. He's a receiver, right? Yes. From, yeah. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. From from Trinity Christian here from uh, Jacksonville. And then you have uh, at number twenty two, you have Romello uh, Brinson, Northwestern uh, wide receiver, committed to Miami's took to Miami. And then number twenty three, you have Tyreek Snap. Sap. Defensive lineman. He committed to uh, Florida. Huh? He's at Florida. No, he committed. He related to Warren Sapp? No, he's nah, not. Nah, no relation. Okay. Not to my well, knowledge. Well, he from St. Thomas. I know uh, Sapp was like from. He. I don't think he played for St. Thomas, but you know, somewhere down in Miami, mm-hmm. he played. So, yeah, he uh, played for St. Thomas Aquinas, uh, Tyreek Sapp, and he's committed to Florida as well. Then uh, Rashad Smith. Uh, no, he's ranked number twenty four, also from Miami. So it's it's some. Um, it's some kids here, man, that's going to a Florida State, Florida, Miami, that's here in the state. We keep a lot of the talent here, but you also have some talent that get out. So um, it's going to be very interesting to see what, you know, UF, FSU, Miami does in uh, closing out this uh, recruiting class uh, on, on on Wednesday. And because I'm pretty sure it's a few more kids that's in the run in Miami and Florida State and FSU is in the run in the running for. Uh, for National Shining, Signing Day. So uh, shout out to uh, these kids who, who are the top players here in the state of Florida going to FSU, Miami, or UF. Uh, we're going we're gonna to have a call. We're going to have a call. We're going to call one of our uh, listeners, supporters. Uh, he's a big-time uh, college football guy and recruiting guy. We're going to give him a call. Yeah, we uh we give going to give James Dangleman a call, man. He's gonna uh, come uh come in and you know give us a little bit. Hello, James. Yes, sir. How you doing? What's up? What's up, man? This is this is man Black from uh Reduced Lunch Action Sports Desk. Just wanted to call you, man. We're calling you in on a special edition episode of uh college football recruiting for the 2021 class and National Signing Day that's happening on Wednesday. Just wanted right. to get. Uh, welcome, welcome on the show, man. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great, man. I appreciate it. You are my favorite sportsologist, and uh, Cow. I just appreciate I I just appreciate you, sir, and your your honesty and uh, your foresight. Hey, D, how you doing, sir? <laughs> hey, it's just me and said D it's didn't uh, want any parts of the national recruiting show, so he's sitting on the sideline oh, okay. for this one. Okay, what's up, Say, How you doing? What's going on, man? Yo, man, just wanted to call you, man. We appreciate you, uh, appreciate letting us have you on, man. And I, I reached out to you because I just wanted to get your thoughts, man, on on some of uh, 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 FSU, F- FSU, Florida, and Miami football. And just want to get your thoughts on, you know, I know you're a Florida fan. Get your get your thoughts on uh, UF class, what Miami's doing, what FSU is doing. Just want to see what you thought about that, uh, James. Uh, what Florida's doing, I'll start with Florida first. Um, I mean, they're doing decent, you know. I think uh, Dan is, is, of course, behind the eight ball on, in recruiting, and he doesn't really seem to care about recruiting, and he's made that obvious. So, uh, I mean, I think I think their class, for the most part, is, is, is a solid class. Um, thank God for the transfer portal because – Dan has been what he can't get in recruiting. He has been getting through the transfer portal. So I think Dan is very good at uh, filling his needs. You know, now whether it's the five stars, it's not the five stars, but he's very good at filling his needs. So uh, that's my take on Florida's class. I mean, Florida, they got a pretty solid class. I thought it was uh, good they were able to keep, like, Tyreek Sapp, um, Desmond Watson, you know, some of the interior guys because I believe that's where the game's won at in the trenches. So I get more hyped up on the interior guys more than I do all the the um, skill positions. But, of course, you need the skill position guys as well. So do you do you think with Dan Mullen and uh the way he recruits or he him not liking recruiting, 
you think that's really holding Florida back from getting them those top tier, you know, four star, five star uh, type of recruits to come to Florida? Yeah, I, I think it does, man. He Dan just has a big ego, and he feels like you know if you don't want to play for Florida, well, you know he's he's a better coach. He you need him, he doesn't need you. You know, I feel like that's how he feels, and he's made that he's made that very clear. Okay, and and with and with the the loss of Trask, I want to ask you about the quarterback position with the loss of Trask, or. Uh, is is I don't I'm not sure if if Florida has anyone in this class that's playing a quarterback position or not, but uh, do you, what do you see Florida doing with that position? With with it being you know recruiting time in the 2021 class, do you see them you know making uh, making a push to try to get somebody or see if someone decommits or who hasn't signed yet? No, no, no. They're already sold on their quarterback Carlos Del Rio. He's been committed and. He's already signed. I believe he's already enrolled as well. So okay, he was one of those elite eleven guys. He had a good showing in the elite eleven. I feel like he got shafted, but yeah, no, they're already sold on their twenty one quarterback. He's already enrolled at Florida. Okay, and and it's two quarterbacks too, right? Correct, if I'm not mistaken. It's yeah, yeah, son. they got uh, uh, Jalen John, John. Yeah, okay. Jalen Kitna, John Kitna's son from um, he's from Texas area. Yeah, Texas. Okay, so he yeah. and he's not enrolled earlier. He's he, he already signed, but he's not enrolled yet, correct? Um, yes, he is enrolled. Okay, okay. So uh that's the answer for the quarterback position. So it seemed like Florida should potentially hopefully be in good hands because I'm pretty sure uh Dan Mullen, you know, quarterback player is always gonna be good under him. So but um as far as uh Miami and FSU, any any thoughts on, on those teams, uh, James? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I could, I could start with, uh, I could start with Miami. I, they got a lot of solid guys that I like, like Leonard Taylor, uh, James Williams. I just a six five two twenty safety. I just think he's gonna be a monster back there. Um, I think they got a really solid class. You know, uh, you know, I focus on the trenches. I, I'm looking at the trenches and. They got they got a couple guys, you know. I like the uh, transfers that they brought in. Tyreek Stevenson, I think he's a monster. Charleston Rambo, I don't know too much about the uh, the linebacker that they brought in, but I think they got a solid class for the most part. I know they brought on some big recruiters and T. Rob, so added to their coaching tree. So I think uh, I think Miami's recruiting will take a step up in this next coming class. Yeah, and I was talking to Sid about Miami. We always know that Manny Diaz gonna have to have them trenches and every defensively right. Offensively in this recruiting class, did you see anything that could help them out? Because really don't their skill position, we really don't really never, you know, are not big on hearing anything about skill position or or for the Miami Hurricanes. You have you heard anything about anyone uh in this class offensively? Well, yeah, I, I like the quarterback that they got, Jake Garcia. I think he's going to be uh, really good. Um, Brashard Smith, he was out uh, Palmetto. He was one of the Palmetto five. I think he's a real shifty. Florida was on him hard and made a late push for him. I think he's going to be a great addition to that receiver core that they got. Um, and, I mean, their their backfield is loaded anyways. They got Thad Franklin coming in. Yeah, they got they – got, I think they'll be pretty decent on the offensive side of football. But then again, you know, they were having troubles protecting the quarterback. So I just don't see any, like, big additions to their offensive line. They got one offensive tackle. He was a three-star guy. But, you know, we'll see. Maybe uh, they're they're very good in the transfer portal as well. So I give them credit on that. Yeah, um, I'm I'm interested to see. Uh, I like what Miami does, what they're doing in recruiting in this class. They they answered a lot of questions in this class, especially defensively. Uh, well, I'm really ready to see what see if some of these offensive guys they have in the class, you know, have a huge impact. All right, James. Last but not least, FSU. I know you. I know you from the Doggers, but any thoughts on FSU and their recruiting class for 2021? I mean, I, I I just call it like I see it, man. It's not like an intentional dog on y'all, but <laughs> I mean, I, I I got another uh friend of mine that has a, a a Florida State podcast, and we talk all the time, and it's it's just honestly, man. Like I said, the trenches—that's where the game is won at. I mean, 
you know, they've been having a, a problem getting to the quarterback, protecting the quarterback, and they just don't have anybody in their class to to solve that problem, you know. I think they had uh, – I think I seen a stat. I don't know how accurate it is, but they have one skill position on offense, one person from a skill position on offense in the top 500. So I was like, wow. That's, yeah. It's, I don't – I know, I know. You guys just got uh, Nico. That's for the uh, quarterback for the next year's class. I, I really like him. Yeah, that was a big get, but he's for, he, he in next year class. I need to know yeah, what's going on next now. Year. Yeah, this year, I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I don't, I don't really know anybody from this class. I know a little bit about uh, Malik McLean mm-hmm. and Joshua Burrell. Yeah, the uh, the two receivers. So, but you guys never had an issue like recruiting the skill positions you know what i mean you guys are loaded in the secondary it's like you guys are always loaded in the backfield what the backfield was a little suspect this year but you know you guys never had a problem recruiting the skill positions it was just the trenches for me man the last couple years i know willie didn't recruit the trenches well uh i don't see norvell recruiting the trenches well i'm just I, i don't know man yeah yeah um I just want to ask you. That's enough about them clowns. Uh, I just want to ask Dang, you, bro. <laughs> I just want to ask, what's your uh, parting thoughts on Alabama and everything they got going on? And uh, man, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Alabama. They just keep rolling. Look at the coaching hires that they, you know, they keep getting all these NFL coaches. I mean, what what kids wouldn't want to come play for these coaches that were just in the NFL? You know what I mean? Yeah. I I mean they're recruiting. I don't know if you guys seen that recruiting video floating around about what Saban was telling the kid, but I mean it's just it's crazy, man. They, I mean Alabama recruits itself. You know what I mean? I feel you. I feel you. Anybody off the top of your head you think gonna come take something as far as what they're bringing in? As far as uh, at Alabama at Alabama because you know I I was saying I'm asking man. because it's rare. That we see a freshman, you know, come in and make an impact, but it is a possibility. Right. So, just you know, anybody off the top of your what? head, you think? Oh yeah, uh, Kristen Leary from uh, from Edgewater down here in Orlando, where I'm at. That that dude is a monster, man. Him and that uh, other kid, that Hall kid, the receiver. Okay. They're okay. just they're just lightning fast. I just and I think this is the first. I'm not. I seen a stat somewhere where I think this is the first time in history. They got the 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 top two tackles in the class of uh, the twenty one class. Mm. That's just crazy, man. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy, man. Hey, so uh, James, uh, one last thing, man, before we get you out of here. One player, one player in 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 your mind that we should be looking out for in this 21, 2021 class, and do you uh, what player you think could you know have a big impact? Uh, right off the rip uh, at, you know, whatever school they uh, already signed or committed to? Um, well, I, I like the running back that's going to Ohio State, Travion Henderson, I believe that's his name. Yeah, okay. And that kid, if you if you watch that kid's huddle, man, that, that dude is just electric. I mean, every time he touches the ball, it's just like, better hold your breath because he might take it the distance. Yeah, and I and, and I have I seen some I seen some stuff on him on Huddle, man. And he he the truth. I could I could definitely see him, you know, you know, taking something at Ohio State. They I am pretty sure they really don't have nothing with the departure of uh uh Sher- what's the Sherman the Sherman Trey guy, Sherman. Trey Sherman. Trey so Sherman. I'm pretty sure he'll yeah, be Sherman. able to uh you know get right in there and uh make some noise. But James, man, we appreciate you, man, having you calling it, you know, uh having you on the show, man. Any last words before we get you get you out of here? No, man, I just appreciate y'all's invite on the show. I love the show, you know, and I just, uh, that's about it, man. Y'all keep doing your thing, man. I appreciate it. I love listening. All right, man. We appreciate you, man. Thank you again. All right. Appreciate it. All right, bro. All right. Uh, said. Yo. Uh, impact me and you both, we, we follow, we follow recruiting. Give me, give me an impact. Like I just asked James, give me an impact player. One guy that you see, either it be from Florida, from who going to Ohio State, whoever, Oregon, whoever it may be, that you see having that impact right away 
that could change things for a program or, or or get a program like Alabama back to a national championship in in the 2021 recruiting class? Uh, for me, I'm gonna just stick with <laughs> what I know personally. My squad, <laughs> I'm, yeah. Uh, Jason Marshall, uh, and everybody that everybody they signed on the defensive side. Uh, at the University of Florida, I know it's biased, but I'm sorry, but it is what it is. That's that's the only imp- impact I care about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 for and, and for me, it's it's a it's a few guys uh on here that you that that I'm looking at uh like the C the uh, C J uh, Latham guy, the offensive tackle. Like these are the guys Alabama need in the trenches. You know, when it count, when it comes to playoff time, national championship time, and these guys are probably going to be kids that they just plug in right away. Uh, I think this, I think the kid uh, Jack Swayer, the def, the the strong defensive end, okay, going to uh, Ohio State. Okay, I think, I think he's going to, uh, I think he's going to be a problem. I think he's going to give you that like uh, that Nick Bosa, the the, the Bosa brother feel. So right. I really think he'll have a, a really big, big shoes to yeah, fill. Really big shoes to fill. But I think he should. He should have a big impact at uh, Ohio State and uh, Caleb Williams. I, I I know that they got uh, what's my, the quarterback? I always uh, Rattler. Rattler. I know they got Rattler. I'm, I'm pretty sure Rattler may be the guy for uh, one or two more years at Oklahoma. But this kid, man, if something was to let's if something was to happen to Rattler and he had to play, I really think he's going to be ready. Like this kid can throw the ball a uh, he can throw the ball everywhere around the field, man. He can make all the throws. Like this kid, he has he has the it factor, and, and I really can't wait to see him at Oklahoma. Okay, we got uh, kids uh, football here. Signees here in the city of Jacksonville said kids that's uh from Jacksonville, Florida, Duval. You know where they're going to be signing at. What schools? Uh, they're going to be picking from on National Signing Day, which is Wednesday. And I'm sorry about that. National Signing Day is Wednesday, uh, February 4th. Y'all make sure y'all follow. It starts 8 o'clock in the morning on ESPNU. So make sure y'all tune in to see where the kids that haven't signed, where they're going to sign. Or will we have some kids who are committed, decommitted, and signed somewhere else. So y'all make sure y'all look out for National Signing Day uh on Wednesday at eight o'clock on E on ESPNU. Okay, said said kids here in the city, man. We already know uh, about uh, Burke from Trinity. Yes. Uh, so any anybody else that really stands out to you here from the city who's uh, already signed or either committed to uh, college football team? Uh, he had a teammate, Austin Barber, I believe. I think that's his name. He was an offensive lineman for Trinity. That's all I care about as far as. Uh, you heard James mention, James mention it, the caller, um, just the trenches. You got to get the both offensive line, defensive line, and we need help on both ends. So um, I'm excited for him to come get some playing time. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to enroll early, but, um, yeah, that's that's who I'm looking for uh, to make an impact. Uh, for for me, it was uh, – and, and it's, and it's kind of sad for me. For me, it was uh, – Rashad Jennings, the linebacker from 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 Sandalwood, who was uh, committed at Florida to Florida State at one point, but decommitted and went to Maryland. Right. You know, I was able to see this kid. I was able to see this kid play in person, man, and he's a monster. Right. Like, uh, he can he can do all everything at the linebacker position, and for Florida State to lose him, man, that's uh that was a big hit. But he's going to Maryland, and that's another one. You know, this kid. Going to Maryland, he get get out got out of the state of Florida. It's it's, it's crazy to me that uh that that happened. But you know, I'm excited about I'm excited about him, man, and 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 the things that he's going to be doing uh at at Maryland and the the big tight end from Episcopal that's going to Florida. Oh, you yeah. know, I'm <laughs> everything that we seen with Pitts. I can't think of his name. His name off the top it's, of my uh, head. Nick uh Elskin Nick. El Elskinis. Okay. Excuse me. Okay, well, with him, everything that you seen out of out of Pitts, you know, and, and and this guy, he can catch the ball. They play, right. they played against my son team, and this guy went crazy. Mm. Like they had nobody out there that could, uh, that they could, that they that could could put on him, him that could cover right. him. Like he was bigger than everybody. Like I could see him being like, I don't know if he's athletic as Pitts, but I could see him being that type of 
you know, player for Florida, uh, catching the ball wise, getting the ball down the field. So I'm ex- I'm excited about seeing him as well. And it's crazy that you said it. I know we talking about the kids in this area, but it just made me think about Alabama's dominance. Like you don't have, they don't have comparisons. These guys come and make names for themselves. Like at one point we were looking for the next Percy Harvin. You don't find. Percy Harvin's laying around. You just got you just have guys that come in and make names for themselves. Like it was Julio, mm-hmm. then Judy, then Amari Cooper, then uh Devontae Smith, Waddle. You know what I'm saying? So that just goes to them again and their dominance. They not they just reload. It ain't nobody we looking for the next so and so. Like uh they were comparing uh Kadarius Tony to Percy, and they're two totally different players. But it that Thought just came to me as you were asking me. You know, you compare him to Pitts, but it's like I just think we don't. It's gonna be a minute before we see another cat like that at Florida. Now we may see other great tight ends come along, but that's just that's crazy. Yeah, and I was looking. It's a, it's another kid here uh, from the city as well. His name is Nick Mi- Nick Mitchell. He's uh, goes to Mandarin High School. He's uh, committed to Mississippi State, so it's gonna be interesting. He's a linebacker. He's ranked. Nationally, now he's not ranked nationally, but at his position, he he's ranked forty fourth. Okay. But Mississippi State, you know, that's a that's a D one school. So yeah. And uh, I haven't, I didn't get a chance to see him play, but I've uh, heard a few things about him, and they say this, he's a stud. You know, he's he's raw, but he's a stud. So, but shout out to the kids from uh, Duval County, Jacksonville, Florida, who are. Uh, playing high school football who's already committed or signed and you know good luck to them on national signing day for the ones who haven't signed okay and before we get ready to get out of here uh one more thing said and i wanted to ask you this um fsu florida and miami yes 2021 recruiting class not being biased out of all those recruits, who is probably the best recruit from Florida that's going to that's going to those schools? Best recruit? Um Ooh. I'll be interested ooh. to see how Leonard Taylor pans out because uh going to Miami, uh, and then basically he should be playing early. Uh, the size he has, and just to see how he use, he's used, and if they put weight on him, or if they keep him as like an end, or they just play inside, outside. So I'll say him, and then or even on the flip side to see if he lives up to the hype because he was the top recruit in Florida and ranked in the top ten in the nation. So I'll keep my eyes on him just to either it's gonna be well I'll tip my hat to him or I end up trolling. So that's gonna be that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go uh. I'm gonna go James Williams, the safety from from Miami, who could who oh, committed yeah. to Miami. That's a big boy. I uh I I like this kid. Uh, he gives me a uh Darren James type feel. Okay, but he 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 a hitter though. Right, like, he a hitter. Right. Like he'll knock your helmet. I seen he had some highlights, man, where he would just giving dudes the business, man. Uh, when he when he hit them, so I'm excited to see what he's doing. I think he's one one of the better ones out of. You know all the players that's committed to the three schools, okay. so I'm definitely going to be keeping a a, a close eye out on him. Uh, okay, man, we're gonna close it out, man. Uh, appreciate you said for doing this with appreciate me. Appreciate you having me, my boy. Uh, <laughs> this was it was really interesting. I'm I'm excited about National Signing Day. Me and said we follow this real heavy. So uh, I know National Signing Day with National Signing Day being on Wednesday. You know we're going to pop. We're going to be on Twitter. You know you know uh, retweeting or. You know, on Twitter showing and telling y'all where, you know, certain recruits are going at who hasn't committed or signed yet. So we're looking forward to to that. So y'all make sure that y'all uh check us out on Twitter. Y'all can hit me at Black NL3 on Twitter and Instagram. Say where they can hit you at, man. I'm on Twitter, Gators Main at Tyrone Koppel. Holla at me. All right, man. We appreciate the love, man. We're gonna get out of here. We appreciate y'all. Yo. Are you ready to go? 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 Are you 
sports, man. Come on now. You're listening to the sports show. Hey, bro, you're listening to the sports dance.